You are listening to the Become a Guitarist Today podcast with Adam Roach. Hey there, and welcome to episode number 194 with my guest today, Andrew Bennett. So Andrew has been on the podcast before, where we spoke about his book, Eruption in the Canyon. So you can see in the show notes the, the link to that one, so you can have a, have a listen and check it all out. But in today's podcast, Andrew shares what he's up to at the moment with all the footage from the Van Halen days that he spent with Eddie Van Halen, which are going to release as NFTs. But listen to the podcast, you'll find out more about it. Now again, thank you to my sponsors, Musician. I've got a very special guest coming up next week from Musician, so stay tuned for that one. Custom Guitar Picks and Arnold Krakowka. So let's go all the way over to the States with my interview with Andrew Bennett. Good to be back. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. No, no problem. So the last time we were on was actually December 2020. It was episode 123. Oh, wow. So it's been a while. Yeah, nearly two years. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so last time you were on, we spoke about the book and how it was all going, all come about. And I mean, at that time, it was actually it was, what, two, three months just after Eddie's passing. And I think we were both um, pretty emotional about it. <laughs> but... I mean, still to this day, it's the same thing. Yeah. Um, so, what, what's been happening over the last two years? Uh, just selling books. <laughs> I, um, I do everything on my own. Yeah. So, you know, I order the books from a printer, and then it takes a while for them to get here. And they get here, and I print and print out all the shipping labels. I pack, I wrap them in this thick brown paper to make sure they arrive in pristine condition. And I pack them up in the bubble mailers. And um, I wish people could see this. Um, I, I don't drive a car. So to get the books from my house to the post office, it's not that far, but I have to pack these two big suitcases. So people see me walking through the neighborhood pulling these giant suitcases. And then I get to the post office and I don't know what the people behind me think. Maybe he's sending these suitcases somewhere. Then I open up the suitcases. There's like 70 books coming out. And I always turn around at the line. I go, sorry, guys, should have got here before me. <laughs> oh, wow. Well. Actually, talk, talking about the book. You know, there it is. <laughs> All the yeah. way to the <laughs> The shameless plug behind me, it's kind of propped up there. Yeah. And then I thought it would be fitting to put up the framed photo of the outside of 5150. 5150 was just plain in the front. And then when Wolf came back, it was real fired up. And he had these guys come and paint it with these battleship numbers on it. In the front, I said, Ed, why are you painting it with these battleship numbers? And he said, because I'm about to go to war. That's kind of 5150 right there. Yeah. But the good thing with this book, I mean, uh, with the hard cover and everything, it really keeps in good condition. Like, it still looks brand new to me. Oh, thanks. And it's, it's great. I mean, I, yeah. I need to take care of it as well. When I, when I did the book, you know, I, again, I do everything on my own. So I had to research printers and who's good and who's not. And so I would buy these sample copies from all these different companies. Mm. And one would arrive and I'm like, that looks terrible. And throw it in the trash. <laughs> um, but I mean, I'm all about quality and it being perfect. But it's funny because I learned like keeping the bar really high and never settling for less from Eddie. Yeah. So 
when I was getting the books printed in my mind all the time was, would Eddie approve of this? Mm. And so finally I found this amazing company. I was like, there you go, guys. Yeah. Like, I think Eddie would approve of you guys. Oh, yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. The photos in it as well. Just uh, incredible. Like, I, I was going to go through and choose my best. Oh, but thanks, man. Yeah. They're, they're all really good. <laughs> I liked, uh, I have some favorites in there. There's one where he's like leaning down on the soundboard, like he's listening to something. Yes, I just saw and that. One. I liked that. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, I like a lot of the photos. You know, what's funny is when I was there, when I was there, I was just there to film all yep. these sessions. And then one day, years ago, I came across this folder that just said 5150 pictures. Hmm. And I opened it up. And I was like, I don't remember taking 700 pictures. Oh, wow. <laughs> but the camera I was shooting on was this Canon. So you could be recording and then snap a picture as mm. well. Oh, yeah. And so when I saw all of the, I mean, the idea of the book kind of came from that. I was like, I have all these photos and nobody's ever really seen the details and the inside of 5150. Mm. And I thought, well, this is great, man. I wouldn't get a, finally get a sneak peek inside this place. Yeah. So there's a lot more than. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think the book has around 120 photos. Yeah. And I think in my folder, there's five or 600. Yeah. So there could be a book two and three. Uh, no, I think I've shared the stories that I want to share. Yeah. But yeah, I could do just a photo. But, you know, like, I think we talked about this last time, but like, when I chose to, when I decided to write it, hmm. um, I had had people approach me and say, hey, do you want a book deal? you know, based on your experience. And I said, well, what would you want in the book? They said, well, we want all the dirt. Like, tell us all about it, man. How much was he drinking? This and that. And I just said, that's not what I want to write. I just want to write these like little short stories to give people an idea of like what it's like on a Wednesday afternoon at 5150. Mm. Um, You know, it's just, Eddie means a lot to people, man. And I was really protective of that. I think my favorite turning somebody down had to be when TMZ called me <laughs> and said, we heard you have all this footage. We want to get our hands on this and this and this. And um, they're like, we want to set up a meeting. So they set up this meeting for like one o'clock on a Wednesday. And a friend of mine went down to the office with an envelope <laughs> and said, Andrew can't make it, but here's this. And they open up the envelope. It's just a piece of paper that says, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's incredible I Eddie would be proud of that one <laughs> yeah I mean everything I do everything I do I keep Eddie in mind would he approve of this would he like this yeah. um, you know and hopefully Wolfgang likes it I haven't heard from Wolfgang but Wolfgang is so vocal on social media that if he didn't like it I'm pretty sure I would have heard about it at this point exactly yeah for sure Actually, talking about Wolfgang, did you see his latest performance on uh, the Taylor Hawkins tribute? Oh, my God. Oh, my God, man. I, my girlfriend and I were watching it, and I, it made me want to cry. Mm. I, you know, Wolfgang doesn't want to play Van Halen songs. Yeah, yeah. I, obviously, but, you know, he wants to be an artist. And I was reading some things people were writing, like he never, he said he would never play Van Halen songs and now he's playing them. I'm like, he's playing them because one of the biggest Van Halen fans was Taylor Hawkins. Yeah. Like if you've seen Taylor play over the years, 
wearing the Stripe Four shorts. Yeah. You know, Van Halen was one of his favorite bands. And, you know, it was emotional to see Wolfgang and Taylor's son. Yeah. And here's these two guys who lost their father young ages. We're both, you know, kind of, you know, Wolf is following in Ed's footsteps. And then I watched Taylor's son, mm. and I was, I thought, that's the new drummer of Foo Fighters. Exactly. Yeah. Get him. Like the kid. Amazing. He was great. And I saw them hug afterwards. And I saw them hug afterwards. And yeah, and it just, you know, I'm, I'm from New York, but I, you know, I'm not a tough guy. I got a little watery in the <laughs> eyeballs. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. But I mean, over the those times you spent, you know, at the 5150, I know we spoke last time how, you know, uh, with Wolfie, he was playing a lot of the, you know, the Van Halen songs on bass, but did you hear him play much guitar back then? No. Um, <laughs> the only time I ever saw him pick up the guitar was Ed wasn't in the room. Wolf and I are just there hanging out. And the Frankenstein guitar would either sit on this little stand on the floor or Ed would just lay it on a chair. <laughs> and I would look at that guitar on a chair and I was like, you realize that's the most famous guitar in history, right? It's worth millions of dollars. Just sitting on a chair, because that's how Ed was. But Wolfgang did pick it up one day and he was kind of strumming it. And Ed comes walking in real fast and he's smiling. He always smiled when he was around Wolf. And he's smiling and he just takes the guitar off of Wolf and puts it on. Um, and it's part, it's in some of the film footage I have, that moment is. And I watched that moment and I'm just like, God, man, like, Ed was so happy and it was so funny. And um, so, no, I never really saw him play the guitar. He just yeah. rocked the bass all the time. But you know, if, you're at, or if you're at a rehearsal and Eddie Van Halen's on guitar, no real reason for anybody else to be on guitar. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. But I think a lot of people were surprised. Though. Like, I mean, I knew he played guitar from you know, the Mammoth, his band, WVH, but to hear him play yeah. the way he did, note for note, and get the sound is just. It was incredible. Yeah, it was amazing. I mm. mean, you know, you can be Eddie's son and you can be talented, but playing those songs is a whole other story. There's so many little idiosyncrasies, yeah. all these little things. Yeah. And I think it's a credit to Wolf. I think it's a credit to Ed, too. But I think it's a credit to Wolf because you don't just get that because you're Eddie's son. No. Like, I always thought, like, there's definitely genetics involved. This is one of the most talented families ever. Yeah. But to get that good, take practice. And yeah, oh, sure. he learned from his dad all about practice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, the sessions that I filmed over that course of nine months or so, I was just mentioning this yesterday, is that when they have these sessions, Ed wouldn't, if Ed was going to one and he's talking to somebody, he wouldn't say, okay, I'm going to go up to the studio and jam. Or I'm going to go up to the studio and play. He always said, I'm going to the studio to practice. Yeah. And yeah, and it's like, you're going to, you know, you're the greatest who's ever lived, right? <laughs> but even to the greatest, he felt like I have to practice every single day. Yeah. And he did. Incredible. So that, those videos, how, how much time do you think you've watched it? Um, I, I would put some on every now and then. Yeah. But mainly, I would watch it when friends came over, um, because a friend would come over and say, "Hey, can I just can I watch him play Eruption? Can I watch them play Hot for Teacher?" Yeah. And so I said, "Yeah, I mean, you guys, 
footage isn't going anywhere. You can sit in the house and watch it. Um, you know, from LA to New York, like there were so many friends like, I just want to come over. I had a friend in New York who was like, I'll pay you $500 today just to let me watch footage. <laughs> and I thought, I can't, like that would piss that off. You're charging people to watch this footage. <laughs> um, and it's also like, it's kind of the point where when people, when my friends are watching the footage, I've seen it so many times, I was filming it, that sometimes, I don't know if this sounds corny, but sometimes I just like to watch my friends watch the footage mm. because it's so rare and nobody's ever seen this stuff and just their jaws just drop on the floor and they can't believe what they're seeing. Uh, well. and, you know, and since his passing, people get more and more emotional too, when they watch it. So I guess that leads us to our next part. <laughs> What's happening now? Um, so I saw the interview you did with, um, what are they called? The VSN, was it? Vibes. That's it, yep. Um, yeah, so it was very interesting about the, the NFTs and everything like that. So I really hadn't heard much about it. I had to actually go research what NFTs were and <laughs> find out all about it. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't fully understand it yeah. but the fact that, like people like Kanye West put out their work as NFTs and other bands are doing it Starbucks is releasing an NFT I don't know what the hell that means mm. but when I see legitimate artists are doing it and I'm like well okay like this obviously is a way for them to get their work out and you know obviously over the years I've gotten a lot of emails asking like, when are you going to release the footage? Yeah. And I've always said, Wolfgang says it's okay. Um, but, you know, I think Wolf is off doing his thing and he doesn't want to concern himself with, you know, Van Halen, <coughs> excuse me, from 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. um, but I didn't want to like make a DVD, sell a DVD. I didn't want people to, you know, go online and download the footage. Um, one, I didn't want it spread all over. I, if somebody's going to see this, see this. I want to make. I want to know they're a diehard Van Halen fan. Yeah. And with NFTs, and with NFTs, people have the access to do that. You know, they don't have to spend a ton of money. And with these, it's like they get. You know, I mean, I always use the example of Hot for Teacher. Mm -hmm. Like for Christmas in '06, Christmas '06. I took Hot for Teacher, On Fire, Atomic Punk, and I took all the footage from the rehearsals up to that point. And I edited together these three kind of music videos in a sense. Oh, wow. But it's just them playing on different days. And I, you know, I had it all synced up and I used like the best day that I thought for those songs. I'm like, that day that song kicked ass. Mm. Um, and I cut those together. It was a gift for Eddie Alex and Wolfgang for Christmas. Yeah. And over the years, fans have told me, my friends have told me, they're like, people would love to see this. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I would love people to see this. I, honestly, I don't think it's fair that this hundred some odd hours is sitting on a shelf behind the computer right now. Yeah. Um, I want people to see it. And with NFTs, um, I felt like that was the best way to go. It keeps it to a more secluded group, you know? Um, like when the NFTs drop, uh, before they go to the public, I'm able to go to all the Van Halen fans 
and give them first dibs. It's just being released at this price. You get it before all the masses start buying it. Okay. So mm. I felt like, cool, this is a good way to do it. I felt like it's a respectful way to do it. You know, not on social media, just hawking footage everywhere. Yep. Uh, it was a nice platform. I thought it was respectful. Yeah. So do you know when that will be available? Or is uh, it still in the works at the moment? The guys right now are looking at in the next two months. Okay. Um, so when it came to the NFTs, there's a lot. I didn't know how to make an NFT. I don't know how to market an NFT. I knew nothing. Yeah. Um, so I met with like a few groups of guys who do this. So I met with like some different companies and I just wanted to see like, what was your, what's your take on this? And I went to like four different cities and talked to all these people. And, you know, sometimes I repeat myself about the respect to Eddie. It's just kind of ingrained <laughs> in my soul at this point. Yeah. So I sit in these meetings and I listen to these guys talk about what they would do and this and that. And the only thought in my head was, is always, would Eddie like you? Yeah. And all these groups I met with, I was like, Eddie would not like you. <laughs> and and you know, along with like things like TMZ and all this, it was like, they wanted the dirt. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, with NFTs, you not only get the content, but you get like, I, I tell the story behind the content. And there's all these bonuses you can get to different material, and photos and experiences. Um, you know, I, from film footage to photos, I also have all this audio yeah, yeah. because the guys would record every practice, like straight to the 5150 board. Yeah. And they had an engineer there kind of mixing as they went along. Mm. And every day, Eddie would go by the, you know, walk up to me at my desk and go, here's today's practice. <laughs> and just toss the CD on my desk. Yeah. But on that CD is just an AIF file. And for those who don't know, that's like the highest quality yeah. audio file you can have. Yeah. And so all those practice sessions, it's just the three Van Halen's. There's no singer. So you get to hear these songs in a whole new way. Mm. Like all these little tiny things that it does. Like I've listened to the recorded session or the actual recordings on the record and compared them to the session. I'm like, wow, man, I'm hearing whole new things in here. <laughs> um, and Eddie never plays the same song the same way. Like there's always some little new thing he's doing, even on something like Hot for Teacher. In the middle of playing, he's decided, oh, maybe I'll do this. <laughs> um, so there's a, you know, there's a lot of material and I want people to be able to see it. Mm. Um, but I don't want to be an asshole that's selling it to the media or hawking it on eBay or whatever. Yeah. And so yeah, with NFTs, you know, I talked with some other artists and musicians that I know and everybody agreed like this is a respectful yeah, I mean, what I researched yesterday, it's, uh, it's incredible, the, the, the NFTs, you know, people buying um, like a picture of a post on Twitter or just these other little things. So for what you're doing, that's incredible. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand the people who are like selling a picture of an elephant. Um, yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's like, I think the way it works is like, they present it like this, they're just kind of hiding the content of something in this picture. So when you buy that picture, like with this stuff, if you buy this one NFT, it unlocks you to all this other material that came with it, photos and music and this and that. And, you know, on my end, it was nice because that material can't be reproduced. It can't be shared on the internet. 
It's just for the person who got it. Yeah. Um, you know, like I want if somebody's going to go and spend money, it's not fair to them if somebody else is putting it on yeah. fucking YouTube. Exactly. Um, yeah. yeah. So it was nice. I think it was respectful to Eddie. I think it guarantees the fans like their exclusivity to it. Mm. Um, yeah, it was the way to go. Yeah. So do you know if it's going to be like, um, you know, like a, just say for like a minute or like a half hour, or do you get the option to buy like different, different ones? Yeah, there'll be different kinds. <clears throat> there'll be different kinds. Um, what I want it like full rehearsals are like an hour. Mm. So like one NFT will be like 15 minutes of that rehearsal. So like three songs. Yep. And then there'll be another NFT that's like the Hopper Teacher or Empire Atomic Punk that's all edited together. Um, Sometimes, like if you buy, like say the one pop for teacher, embedded in that are photos and audio, and then I kind of like this wasn't my idea. I guess it's the way it works, but I narrate or I there's a story. Like, there is a story behind everything, yeah. um, and so I kind of tell the story. So yeah, it really gets this nice little okay. Van Halen package. Oh, all right. And with NFTs. I'm not an expert, but the way it's been explained to me is so if somebody can buy the NFT, they get to enjoy the NFT, and now it's on this thing called the blockchain. Yeah, yeah. So they can put it back up. Let's so say somebody spends $100, they can go back and put it up for $200 mm. and sell it to the next person. And when they've sold it to the next person, they get a percentage of that 200 back. Yeah. And then some of that comes back down to me. It's like this nice world of like, Sharing the material, sharing the money. Uh, yeah, it just seems like a cool little world. Yeah, no, it's very interesting. Was, I mean, it's only been, what, since, um, was it last year or two? This has been out, the, the NFTs? Oh, no, the NFTs have been out for another two months. Oh, is it? Um, like, obviously, yeah, obviously, like you and, you know, some other people are going to get the heads up. Like, I'll let you know, and then you can tell your viewers... Yeah. And so, like, people within this world, like you and your listeners and, you know, some other fans here and there, get first dibs. Okay, yeah. So it comes out at, whatever, X amount of price. And so they don't have to, they get first dibs. So as time goes on, all of a sudden they're not paying the outrageous prices that are, you know, because it's going to go up and up and up. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. I just felt like it was a, that's the right thing to do, man. Give the diehards yeah. first dibs on it. Because after that, people, people will start buying it who don't even like Daniel. Yeah, like, right. They'll buy it because it's this collectible thing that doesn't exist. You know, it's like somebody buying a painting and hanging it in their house and enjoying it, and then they sell it for twice what they bought it for. Mm. So, um, and every single NFT that comes out will be that way. Okay. So, every single time a new one is released, um, the diehard good people in the Van Halen world get first hits. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, it's excellent. Yeah, so he said, like, the guys are saying that those who purchase it, you get these little collectibles with it, from photos to audio. Um, and then I think they're going to throw a couple of parties where you get to like, see the footage on some screens so you know what you're getting. Um, and I think they're going to do kind of virtual parties as well. Like, people, physical people will be there. Yep. But there'll be a virtual thing, too, so people can actually see what's going on. Um, and the team I went with are like the most trustworthy, smartest guys I've met. Yeah. Like these guys are amazing. And the head of that team, um, 
is kind of he's kind of a friend of mine. We're friends because his dad gave me my very first job in the industry. Oh well. Wow. <laughs> and so I just randomly texted him one day because he's, I don't know, 27 years old and yeah. he's savvy and he's out there doing all kinds of things. And all I did was text him one day and all I said was, What do you know about NFTs? And he just texted back everything. <laughs> and so, yeah, man, I had him and his partners over to the house and we had dinner and put up all the footage and watched, you know, everything from Ed playing songs. Like, you know, he only played Eruption one time in the whole year I was there. Oh, well. <laughs> um, yeah, and like hot for teacher. Yeah, when he played it, he messes up a couple of times, actually, <laughs> which I think is pretty rare to see Eddie Van Halen mess up and stop. Yeah, exactly. So he plays Eruption and he's kind of shredding it. And then in the end, he just goes, Ah, damn, that hurt. I haven't played that song in three years. Uh, and even at the beginning of that clip, even at the beginning of that clip, Wolf is standing off to the side, and Ed comes in, he says, and Wolf says, what are you doing? He goes, I'm going to play Eruption. And Wolf goes, well, do I have to be here for this? <laughs> He's going to play the first three notes. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. We, we used to take the three notes on Post-it notes, and we would stick them on Wolfgang's back or stick them on his face. <laughs> it became this ongoing joke. That, like, when Ed plays Eruption, all you have to do is go, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the NFTs are just like, honestly, man, they're a more fun way to get the stuff out there, too. You know? yeah. There's stories behind it, and all these little gems. And, um, yeah, man, I'm excited. And yeah, like I said, the guy that was the head of the team, um, you know, is the son of my first boss. Mm. I know his dad really well. And these guys, while they're young, and I think they're more into different kinds of music, they understand the legend of Eddie Van Halen. Yeah. And they understand, you know, the impact and how important he is to people. From the second these guys came in, nothing but respect. Mm -hmm. You know, they saw some clips that, you know, some stuff from 04, where he wasn't in such good shape. Yeah. And I think everybody knows that. Mm. Um, and right, I told them, I go, nothing from 04. I'll never show anybody anything from 04. And right away, those guys were like, that's not why we're here. Yeah. We're here for the quality stuff. You know, he's good health and shredding. That's great. So right away, I was like, you're the guys. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, I guess that plays a big part in it, too. Yeah. Like you're saying, um, you know, that you've got to put a lot of trust in these guys, too, because they're, they're getting all the footage. Yeah, they're not going to leak it out to the world. <laughs> yeah, they do have a hard drive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do have a hard drive of, you know, 100 hours of the rarest Van Halen footage in the world. Yeah. Um, but like I said, man, they're really, really good people. They really have the respect for Ed. They really want to present this stuff in the right way. You know, I mean, with an NFT, they could go and whip together an NFT today, throw it up on the blockchain. Yeah. Um, but they just want to make sure it's done right. So it's quality, you know, the footage, I'm going to go revisit the footage. And I'm going to have to like, maybe, you know, do some color adjustments. So it's really popping. Like mm. we're going to make sure it's, at 110% when it comes out. Yeah. So are these guys, are they going to be the ones that decide which parts are going to be on which uh, in NFT? Uh, no, I'm going to make those choices. Oh, okay. Um, and at this point, like I, like, I know which days are great. Like, I have this stuff memorized at this point yeah. <laughs> where I'm like, okay, October 17th of, 20, of 2006, 
they killed it on, you know, Atomic Funk. That was awesome. And <clears throat> I know, like, the good shots and the good angles. Um, and I just want to make sure it's the best of the best. Mm. Um, you know, but within that, it's not going to be just them playing the song and then it ends. Like, I want people to see, you know, the little chatter in between songs. Yeah. You know, Alex is in a different room, but, you know, Ed pushes a button and he talks to him. And, you know, I want to see, like, that little stuff. Or, you know, when sometimes, like, a lot of times, he just walks over and hugs Wolfgang because he's so proud of him. Yeah. Or he's playing, you know, Ed's playing, he's just staring at Wolfgang. Like, he can't believe it. <laughs> you know, there's a moment where they're done and Ed just looks at me and he just goes, this kid is kicking my ass. <laughs> you know, so it's it like, you know, the vibe of being in the room and just hanging out. Because yeah. uh, that's pretty much what I did. Like we shot on a really nice, I shot on a really nice camera. And being a director, I mean, I would humbly say that I know how to shoot good shots. Yeah. Um, but really, like that fly on the wall. I never got in Eddie's face with the camera. Yeah. You know, I literally leaned against the wall. Mm. You know, or tucked myself under the soundboard for some angles. Yeah. Um, I can do anything I want as long as Eddie didn't see the camera in front of his face while he's looking at his guitar. Yeah, and I think that comes across in the in the book as well. Like some of the the photos you got in here, there's like you know, different angles and you know they're really good shots. Um, where yeah, most people probably wouldn't think about that. They just video the person straight on, but you've got like the intricate angles. It's really cool. Yeah, I mean, I think everybody in this day and age is so used to iPhones. Yeah. Right? Like, you see footage of something, probably shot on an iPhone. Um, but I shot on a real camera with a real lens so I could actually, you know, pull some focus and frame a proper shot. Yeah. And, you know, it's a really clean 24 frames per second, which is what film shoots at. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's, you know, again, my footage is not just me holding a camera like this while I smoke a cigarette. <laughs> I had a camera on my shoulder uh, that weighed a lot. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's like, that's also one of the upsides of it is like, this isn't stuff shot on phone, man, but this is, you know, I was still an up and coming director at the time, but I would say it's professionally shot. Mm. Oh, for sure. Uh, that's incredible. I can't wait. Can't wait to see some of it. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, you know, like I said, Van Halen fans get first dibs. Like, I'm going to let you know what's up and then you can let, you know, your followers and listeners know. Yeah. But, the Van Halen world will get the first chance before all the other people who collect NFTs for, you know, for investment reasons and this and that, whatever. I mean, they do it for money, but people do things for money. Everybody has to work. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I want it, you know, because as these things, as an NFT moves on, it becomes more and more expensive. And so, um, like I said, I want the fans to have first dibs, you know, because... I don't know where it's going to go as far as prices and this and that, but mm. um, I said, we're going to do, I think we're throwing a couple of parties so people will get a sneak peek okay. at some yeah. stuff. Wow. Uh, you know, I think eruption is the one time, the one, one of the ones I want people to see. Yeah. Um, Cause he's, he's getting into it, but you can tell he's like, you know, hasn't played this in a long time. Right. And that's just, it's such a different visual than, you know, when he's on stage and the eyes are closed, he's just so into it. Yeah. You know, it's like, 
looks like this guy trying to learn a song. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. But he does shred it. He stops a couple of times, yeah. which I think is really rare. Like Eddie Van Halen off playing Eruption because he messed up. <laughs> uh, but also a credit to Eddie, he messed up, so therefore he starts over. He doesn't just, you know, overlook that mistake and keep going. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, raw stuff, the guys talking, you know, Alex would come back in and they would, it's always a little interaction between him and Ed. Alex is one of the funniest guys in the world. <laughs> so, yeah, I, you know, when I wrote the book, I wanted people to have an idea of what it's like to be there and hang out. Mm. And now with, you know, NFTs and film, I really get to see oh, yeah. what it's like to hang out in that room. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I know a lot of people, I mean, over the last two years, I've become, uh, you know, good friends with some people in the, the Van Halen communities and the d- different YouTube channels and, uh, you know, being guests on some of their shows as well. I'm sure they're going to they're gonna love it. They're just going to, uh, can't wait to see it as well. Yeah, man. It's, I, I mean, I've gotten a lot of emails over the years of, you know, people asking me, like, when am I going to release the footage? Um, and there was a moment like years and years ago where um, I pulled some little stunt where you could buy what I called the 5150 vault. Mm. And you didn't get much. <laughs> you, got, you got some photos, you got a little audio, you got a little film footage, and it was expensive. Because I didn't want the masses to have it. I wanted the diehards to have it. And then the second I put it out, I had this day where I thought, that was a really stupid idea. (laughs) So uh, luckily, only six people bought it. And and somebody who did buy it, I I had to know who you are. I needed to know everything about you. Like your children's names and where they go to school. (laughs) Um, But... um, I thought right away, I was like, this is actually kind of disrespectful. I shouldn't have done this. And, you know, I've reached out to Wolfgang, you know, through email. I don't know if he still has the same email, but I've reached out to him because while I'm going to do my NFTs, I always tell Wolfgang that if you want this footage, all of it, you can have it. Yeah. Like, yes, you're never paid me. And that really sucked. <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, not Wolf's issue. He was 15 years old at the time. He had nothing to do with what happened to me. And it's his, I always said, his life, his dad, his experience. So I've told him, and Wolf, if you're watching, um, you can have the footage, all of it, the entire hard drive, no strings attached. You know, life's short, man. I just want to do the right thing when I can. Yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not here to be greedy or fuck somebody over. Like, that's not like that. So, Wolf, if you're watching, Call me up and let's have lunch and I'll hand you a hell of a hard drive. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, you know, you and I should talk off. I'd be happy to screen some stuff for you and then you can kind of tell people what you saw. Yeah, um, I'd love to for sure. That'd be great. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, you can tell some people, holy shit, I just saw Eddie Van Halen play hot for teacher on Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> no, whenever you're free, I'd love to do that for sure. Now, just uh, one last thing though, before we go. Um, so your book is, you're saying it's coming onto Amazon. Is that right? Yeah. Um, so the book is still available at eruption in the canyon.com, yeah. um, fully stocked now to my girlfriend's displeasure. Our house is full <laughs> of books. Um, and she's not a fan. I still love her, but, um, so it's still eruption in the canyon.com. And, um, 
for a while, there was a bootlegger. There was a guy who was originally kind of like a business partner in this. I met him through some people in New York. He seemed like a very legit guy. He's a diehard Van Halen fan. Mm. And it turns out that he's actually quite the con man. Mm. Um, so he started selling paperback versions. Mm. And like the photos were all distorted and like it was missing pages. But he started selling a paperback version on Amazon. Mm. And so for the longest time, you probably saw some of these posts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do not buy the Amazon boot. Yeah. Like, you will be really disappointed and you're supporting a con man. And I tried and tried and tried to get this pulled off of Amazon. It's really difficult. <laughs> you know, like I called him up and I said, that's me. That's my name. <laughs> this book is registered in my name. Um, and for the long time, Amazon just couldn't do anything about it or they wouldn't do anything about it. And then one day I just randomly came across a different phone number. And for Amazon, I called this number and I said, hey, I got this bootlegger, blah, blah, blah. And the guy goes, okay, what's the name of your book? And I said, Eruption in the Canyon. And he goes, the Van Halen book? And I said, yeah. He goes, Van Halen's my favorite band. <laughs> and in my head, I thought, I'm getting this shit pulled down. <laughs> Um, so like the listing is still on Amazon, but will it says currently unavailable, and it will always be that way, I guess, until they physically pull it down. Mm. So I'm not savvy in this area of how to get things on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and all these places. Um, so kind of the same I did with the NFT guys. Mm. I looked around to find a team that knows how to do this. Like, can you guys take my book, handle the printing? Amazon, all of that. So I connected with them about a month ago. So I think it's going to be on Amazon in the next 30 days. Okay. So it'll be on Amazon where they can get just only the hardcover. And I think they're making me do a Kindle version. That's some kind of part of Amazon's deal, mm. um, which is fine. I want people to read it and see it. But as you know, it's pretty awesome to be able to hold it, it and see the big photos. Yeah, you're um, going to have the real thing. <laughs> It's about so in about a month, it'll be on Amazon. It'll be on Amazon, Walmart, Barnes and Noble, something called Alibaba, which I guess is some huge outlets kind of outside of America. Um, it'll be in the UK through like UK's version of Barnes and Noble. So it'll be in all these places, and mm -hmm. my girlfriend won't have to drive me to the post office anymore. <laughs> and, um, and it's still the same, it'll still be the same price. So people who bought it before, you know, nobody's getting kind of ripped off. Right? They're probably not cutting the price in half yeah. or anything like that. Um, plus I like the price. I think the price is perfect. Yeah, that's it. It's 5150. <laughs> <laughs> again, like the NFTs, I'll let you know when that legitimate listing is up. Yep. And um, we'll get the word out. And I'm sure you'll see me on Facebook going, Hallelujah, the day has come. Yeah. I've got rid of the bootlegger. <laughs> and I know who he is. I can out his name right now. But I can hear Eddie sometimes in my ear. I hear Eddie all the time in my ear, in my life. You know, if it's something with a person or a situation or this and that. Like, yeah. honestly, I hear Ed's advice more than I hear my dad's advice. I can just hear Eddie all the time you know, talking in my ear, whether it's like, you know, some people that are around me in this horrible Los Angeles town, 
I can hear Eddie going, stay away from that motherfucker. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that I can always hear Ed's voice. And when it came to the bootlegger, I could hear Ed's voice going, take him down, Andrew. Take him down. <laughs> and I think that's the only time I've disagreed with the Eddie voice in my head. I was <laughs> like, yeah, that seems like a lot of work. <laughs> uh, and, you know, I don't want to, well, I don't like this man. If I were to give his name to all these Van Halen fans, I could only imagine what his life would turn into. But <laughs> it would be good. <laughs> if Dan is watching, Dan, Dan, you're a very lucky man. <laughs> there you go, get the first thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like with the NFTs, I know that a lot of the a lot of people, including myself, don't really know what these are mm. um, or how to get them do it so the guys that are handling this are going to write up kind of a little letter to people that speaks our language not their yeah. techie nft world language yeah. so everybody you know van halen fans when they're told like you guys right now in this first week you have first dibs will also come with an explanation of like how this works yeah. in you know easy to understand language yeah yeah in, in our, our old brain language <laughs> yeah, I, I still don't have a full understanding. I just know that <laughs> these guys are very successful. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, they're trustworthy. Um, and, you know, you look around and, yeah, I mean, Kanye West, Snoop Dogg, I think, I want to say Corn, maybe. There's some rock bands, too, that are doing it. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, my friend's band is doing it. Um, I don't think I'm allowed to say their name. But my friend's band is pretty big. They're doing it. It's I think for artists, it's a new way for them to release their records. Yep. Um, too. Like, you know, your streams on iTunes, you don't get paid much. Oh, it is. You know? uh, exactly what you mean. <laughs> yeah. So that, you know, I think like somebody like Kanye, who I'm not a fan, but, you know, yeah. man, I think knows what he's doing. Um, it's this win-win situation. Like fans get not just this material, but they get this, all this bonus stuff too, like extra music and photos and access to other things as the NFT continues. And the artist gets paid. Yep. Um, so it's like a win-win for everyone. I think that's great. I mean, it's really going back to the way it should be because I mean, I released an album last year, 2020, this one here, you know, took a lot of work get this all together. We've got you know, artists from all around the world playing on it, including yeah. Jennifer Batten from Michael Jackson's band. And, you know, unfortunately, not, yeah. a, lot of people, not a lot of people buy the CD, but, you know, tens of thousands of people streamed it, which I made maybe $25, you know? <laughs> you should talk to my NFT guys. Um, real quick before we go, I have to read you. I'm supposed to read you what they told me to read. Yeah, yeah, no um, problem. So they're going to be hosting events, creating contact, and getting fans um, in there early. Um, and people who get in it are eligible for like uh, uh, low cost pre-sales on the next one uh, and like added collectibles, um, exclusive access to like future viewings of things. Um, so yeah, it's more than just you get the clip, like you get to come into this whole little Van Halen world of hmm. my time there. Um, and you know, I guess people can Google it, but I guess anybody who buys the NFT 
they can actually go resell it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I guess make the money back, or they can actually make money off of it. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't like to talk about money. <laughs> I just, I think it's a really cool way to like, get kind of a full immersion experience in there, man. Like, yeah. not just see a clip, but like actually get like, wow, man, I'm getting photos and I get to listen to this track and get this extra footage. And, you know, um, I think people have heard the Gene Simmons demos or the Zero demos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was told that this, that the demos are actually different. Mm. Um, and my demos, as far as legitimacy goes, my demos were given to me by Gene Simmons. When I met him, the first words out of his mouth, you know I discovered Van Halen, right? <laughs> yeah, I could, I could imagine that. <laughs> yeah, and then he sent the demos. He I actually knew that I was at 5150, so he had a messenger bring over this envelope. Yeah. And on the CD, it just, he wrote, Van Halen demos by Gene Simmons. <laughs> and Eddie goes, put those in, I want to hear it. I want to hear this. And I put it in, his eyes get really wide. And he goes, holy shit. I haven't heard these in 30 years. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, I, and I pulled the disc out and I was like, well, here, man, like, you should probably have these then. And he goes, Andrew, if I want to get my demos, I'm pretty sure I can get my demos. <laughs> and he goes, besides, he goes, besides, that fucking asshole sent them to you. They're yours. <laughs> well, that's huge. I think we're gonna, we're gonna include we're gonna include those as well. I just you know I have all this material, man. I just want to share it with the world. That's yeah. all. Yeah, man. It look, dude. If I could afford to, I would just give it all away. Yeah, yeah. I really would. I would just give it away, make people happy, you know. But um, I'm a starving artist who lives in a house with no air conditioning. So yeah. I have to buy a lot of fans. <laughs> well, I'm sure after this, a lot of people know who you are. <laughs> hey, you know, I just, I'm like, I, you know, I've gotten on the phone with some people and I've done like Facebook chats with like people I don't even know. We're just mm -hmm. like, I would love to talk to you and just hear some things, ask some questions. I've done it every single time, man. If somebody hits me up on Facebook, I'm happy to chat yeah. for a few minutes and answer some questions for you. Like, I feel like it's my responsibility. I'm the only person, in, you know, I was the first person ever in that studio with a camera. I was the last person in that studio with a camera yeah. and I've had all these experiences, you know, if I can make somebody happy by yeah. telling them, you know, that your hero was one of the most amazing men I've ever met. Mm. Not just a rock star, you know, just one of the most amazing men I've ever known. Mm. So I have positive things to share about him. That's, that's great to hear. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, well, thanks again. And um, well, I'll talk to you real soon. And hopefully we can organize that little little viewing. Yeah, we can we can do that, man. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's talk in the next day or so. We can do a little shared screen thing. And, you know, then you can jump on your next session or tell your friends, fans. Like, yeah. I just saw Eddie Van Halen. She's like, hot for teacher at 5150 with no singer. Yeah. It's, it's almost a different experience. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it with no singer. It's kind of that'd be awesome. So, All right. I got you. Excellent. <laughs> Thank you very much. Dude, thanks for having me, man. No, no problem. And I'll, I'll talk to you watching. Yeah, for sure. All right, brother. Have a good one. All right. See you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.